Welcome to another episode of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. On this week's episode, we got some news for you, as always, um, a few little interesting tidbits here. Um, We will talk about the only trailer that really dropped this week that really any of us really cared about was the trailer for Destroyer, the new Nicole Kidman film. Um, I will be giving a review of Halloween, which I saw this past week. Um... And at the very at the very end of the podcast, this week's top five we are doing is killer characters. Um, only half of the podcast enjoys horror movies, so unfortunately, we couldn't really do anything involving that genre specifically. Well, um, I would, we could have done like top five horror movies. I would just have had three on the list. So yeah, I'm not. That's boring. I, like <laughs> uh, that's dumb. Like um but yeah anyway uh so yeah um can't really do that um if you are um subscribed to our facebook page or anything like that if you see that um i did post this past week my top five favorite um horror movies um and next week i don't know what it'll be yet but i'll be doing another one i'll be dropping off um as well related to the horror genre because what season is it it's spooky season. Uh, the most wonderful time of the year. Um, I love it so much. Um, oh, as I will talk more in depth about when I get around to my Halloween review, which I loved, by the way. Um, so, yeah, at the very end, we'll be doing top five killer characters. Um, but uh, anyway, to kick us off, Brian, how's your week been? <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, we're good. We're good. Um... It's a pretty good week. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the movies at all this week, but um, the Red Sox are going to the World Series, so got to watch those three games, and so that's very exciting. Um, yeah. That, that, that's good for you. Go Dodgers. Um, go Sox. Sox, I, Sox are winning in six. I hope this. you're wrong. I Like I said, I think the Sox are going to win on a walk-off grand slam so that I don't win my $200 on the Dodgers. Um, I hope so. But geez, that's cold. <laughs> um, anyway, and then at the very end of the episode, um, this week's song is not going to be um, forget or forget about me. Don't you forget about me? I should say. Um, I have a little surprise for everybody uh, for spooky season. I'm real excited. Um, <laughs> God, I love this time of year. I'm gonna be so depressed when November rolls around. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, let's get let's get started on the news front here. Um, the Flash solo movie uh, is delaying production now. Um, Variety reports that it will not it won't begin production until at least two thousand late two thousand nineteen. This now. movie is never getting made. <laughs> Leaving twenty twenty one as the earliest it could possibly debut in theaters. It's now going to be several years behind. In two, what was it two thousand fourteen was when they originally announced? Yeah, that. and I think it was supposed to the first original release date was twenty nineteen. Then they pushed it to twenty twenty. Now it's to twenty twenty one. Just don't make the movie. <laughs> It's kind of, like, it's crazy to me, especially after Justice League and stuff, like, how it's getting pushed back more and more, um, considering it's not, like, I mean, we have the character, like, it's not like you're developing, yeah. it's not like Gambit, where you're developing a whole, like, new character and story, like, I mean, you have the character already, um, you have the actor, um... They have the directors on board and stuff like that. I I really just I don't understand what's taking so long, 
And yeah, maybe it won't ever get made. Oh. Um, I mean, I know DC has like a hundred things in the works right now with the like what feels like eight Joker movies and eight Harley Quinn movies and and Suicide Squad two and Aquaman coming up and Aquaman two eventually and hey Wonder Woman um, two. Nobody knows who the hell Batman is. And nobody knows who's going to be the new Superman and Wonder Woman two, which is. The Again, going to probably be <laughs> be the second good DC movie. Um, of a dozen. There'll be two good dozen. ones. Uh, <laughs> um, I read, I know at least part of the reason The Flash was pushed. I don't know if it's the entire reason, but it's because of um, Ezra Miller is in the Fantastic Beasts uh, series, movie series. And if you didn't know, that's a five-part movie series. There's going to be five of them. The second one comes out next month or whatever. Um they're recording or they're shooting the third one next year and so that's what pushed um his flash because i guess that's more important to him even though he's just a supporting character yeah. <laughs> in the movies but you know sure oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hey would you rather be a supporting character in a good um true good a movie universe that or makes would a lot you- of money a good universe, or would you rather be a star in a bad universe? Um, true, true. It's a tough question. Everybody, give us your answers. You know. uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let us know. Um, <laughs> I s- sort of, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't care. Uh, Flash is another character I'm not big on. He is the DC version of Spider-Man to me. Um, see, the TV we'll show's see. great. They just need to stick with the TV show. Don't worry about making the movie. The TV show is plenty fine enough for the character. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, anything else you want to add to that? No, it's okay. never getting made. It's just... probably probably not. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, onto the horror front here. Annabelle three has added uh, Vera Farmiga and uh, Patrick Wilson to its cast. Um, if you're familiar with the Conjuring universe, um, they are the leads, obviously, um, in the Conjuring 1 and Conjuring 2. Um, they are reprising their roles here in number 3, um, only in a supporting role, though. Um, if you're not familiar with it, the, the universe itself is Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2, I believe Annabelle 1, 2, and The Nun that just recently came out. Um... So, and in terms of a timeline, this takes place after the Conjuring movies, unlike the other two Annabelle movies, which I actually haven't seen, nor have I seen the Nun. Um, but those three all take place before that, which is why they're going to be in this one in a supporting role um, before they star in the Conjuring three, which is set to start production, I think, next year at some point or somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Annabelle three is slated for a release next year. Um, I really got to get around to seeing these movies, I guess. Uh, I know. I, I, I know. Uh, <laughs> we all know, Brian. We all know you're not seeing them. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed The Conjuring 1. Um, I actually still haven't even seen The Conjuring 2. Uh, <laughs> because it, it's not... A, I've never seen it on any streaming thing. Um, which is basically what where... Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to rent a movie if it didn't come out this year or anything like that. Like, I'm. Uh, or if they want to charge me less than, like, $8 to rent it for 24 hours. Uh, that would be nice, too. Um, but anyway, uh, it'll be interesting, I guess. Um, we'll see where that goes. Like I said, Annabelle 3 slated for a 2019 release date. Um, we'll move on. Uh, 
far, far away from the horror. Actually, this is actually just on base with horror. Uh, the Cats musical, <laughs> the Cats musical, um, actual movie. Um, yeah. Slated for late 2019 release date has added Idris Elba onto it. I have no idea why he would want to do this movie. Um, please back out Idris. If you're listening, which you definitely aren't, um, <laughs> just in case he is joining Taylor Swift, James Corden, Ian McKellen, and Jennifer Hudson in this movie. Hey, that's um, a, that's a pretty good cast. I mean, who in that cast is good? Please name them. Who? Yeah. Um, started with it. Idris is great. You just up with it. He's great. I mean, um, I don't know okay. how he is I'll, musical wise, but my, okay, minus him because I already I already uh, pleaded for him not to be in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian McKellen, uh, he's great and just he's Ian McKellen. He's awesome. I mean, oh, well, that's good reasoning. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> fantastic, just wonderful. Uh, oh, that's right. You've never seen Lord of the Rings, so you damn straight never will. Never have seen the greatness of Gandalf. So. <sighs> so disappointing. Um, what is it? I, nine I, hours of chasing a ring up a volcano? Come on, guys. That's not what it is. Don't get me started. We're not getting into this. Uh, I'm a big fan of James Corden. I think he's really funny and he's musically talented. So that's he probably is, why he was added to this. He is okay. I'm not gonna go out here and say that James Corden's amazing, but yeah. he's all right. And yeah, and, he's okay in his his scenes. And, and then obviously, I mean, Jennifer Hudson and Taylor Swift were just added to the movies because they can sing. I don't know. I mean, they each they've each done some acting stuff before. I think I haven't ever seen them acting. I think Jennifer Hudson has gotten a little more praise than Taylor Swift. Um, that would make sense, but I don't know. It's based off a musical, a, a very old popular musical so we'll see i mean they both play characters in real life i mean I, i'm under the assumption that all pop stars are just characters um as is oh. judy dench um, is in this also I, I didn't who judy dench oh wow uh, <laughs> all right uh, anyway um yeah i mean James, yeah like i said james james corden i'd like a little bit more if we didn't have all the unnecessary james corden uh roles in um oceans eight uh, <laughs> that like 20 minutes of we didn't need james corden in um to be the insurance <laughs> inspector fraud guy whatever yeah um yeah that's a, that's for another time uh we'll move on from that i don't want to talk about cats that much <laughs> that much longer because that no. is i'll tell you this right now it's not a movie that's going on my watch list um as my of now new, it's not just, on my watch list. Just because I have a newfound love of musicals um, recently <laughs> with two of them um, doesn't mean I'm going to go see Cats. Look, until the trailer comes out, and unless it's an amazing trailer, this probably isn't going to end up on my list. I mean, um, if I wanted to see Cats, I'd just go rewatch the Garfield movie. Um, oh, jeez, that's not good. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we'll move on. I'm tired of dissing that. Um <laughs> And <laughs> better better news, uh, Michael B. Jordan is set to star in and produce The Silver Bear, uh, the story of an assassin who is assigned to kill the Speaker of the House, which just so happens to be his father. Um, it's based on Derek's... Yeah, right? Based on Derek Haas's book of the same title. Um, look, I'll watch pretty much anything Michael B. Jordan's in. He, yep. He's one of the biggest rising stars in Hollywood at this point. Um, and the story sounds interesting. Um... I mean, we'll see. I obviously have no knowledge of the book. 
Uh, so I can't speak on that. Uh, but if you have, let me know if it's good or not, and I will probably read it in the next 50 years at some point. Um, sure. <laughs> that's just based on how long it takes me to read any book. Um I'm not illiterate, people. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just got can, a lot. Of, just got a lot of other things on my plate. Because you know he needs to read subtitles sometimes when they pop up on on movies. So I can't. Yeah, occasionally. Um, but yeah. Anyway, this sounds interesting. It'll definitely go on my watch list. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that? No, I didn't really know much about it until you brought it up and I saw Michael B. Jordan attached to it, so I'm like, okay, I'm in. And then you just give the description. And that sounds interesting. Cool, interesting, I don't know. But it's Michael B. Jordan. My ticket's punched. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can't wait to see who else ends up ends up on that project, too. Um, True, yeah. Who the Speaker of the House will be and all that stuff. Probably speaker like, of the House, uh, you know who the Speaker of the House could be on this? Morgan Freeman. No. He's always... Um, we could maybe they can draw Idris Elba away from cats by the Speaker of the House in this. Uh, yeah, I'll be pretty solid. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Oh, um, anyway, moving on to some TV news for all the Sherlock fans out there. Brian, I know you are one. Oh yeah. Uh, BBC has ordered a Dracula series from the Sherlock creators. Um, they officially ordered three 90-minute episodes. Um, if you're unfamiliar with BBC TV, um, that's kind of how they run things. Yeah, is very really long, sh- short, like series. Like everything's like four episodes or so, but everything is like a movie long. Um, yeah, it's weird, and it's really my big hang. I have watched one episode of Sherlock, and it was really good. And it's just, it's so hard to sit <laughs> yeah. there and be like, yeah, I'm gonna devote like 90 minutes. Yeah, uh, I under- to watch I, this episode. Like, I understand that. Like, I'm a big fan of the Sherlock series, and Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman both do great jobs, and they're really well told stories. But you're watching a movie every time you watch an episode. Like, yeah, there's three or four seasons of it that are each three or four episodes apiece. But it, that's that's a dozen movies you just watched that are all basically very similar stories. But they're yeah. very good. They're just too long. Yeah, I mean everything is basically an hour to an hour and 30 minutes um in length and well one day i'll get back around to to watching more of it um yeah i highly recommend it if you haven't watched it yeah even i'll say just after one episode like i I enjoyed it um just a matter of finding time for it um maybe when football season's over and i have my weekends available i'll 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 get around to it Um, maybe because it's just too hard to do during the week um yeah, I'm excited. I, hey, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm down for some Dracula. Uh, creators of Sherlock, they've done a great job on that show. Um, so I'm excited. That'll definitely once that hits Netflix, I'll definitely get around to watching that. Um, for sure. Um, we'll was move there, on. Was, was there a release date on that at all, or did they just announce that they're making it? Uh, I didn't see a release date anywhere for it. I think it was just basically announced that it's been ordered. Um, but they said that you know. It, they'll see how it goes um sherlock is from what they said probably done um well yeah i mean bennett Cumberbatch and martin freeman are both bennett Cumberbatch, especially very big stars right now they're just in kind of a lot of stuff now especially martin freeman in black Panther. they're both in marvel universe so you know that takes up a lot of time i mean i like i like how your mention of that was was martin freeman who's 
I mean, he's he's a subplot character, but it wasn't it wasn't the guy who plays Doctor Strange, like a main, yeah. a main main well, character yeah. going forward in the Marvel universe. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited for it. Um, anyway, we'll move on uh, to. Some really cool news, at least on my front, and for, I know, several of our listeners. Um, the Lord and Savior, Dave Bautista, returned to oh, WWE, WWE ahead of Avengers 4 this past week. Um, he showed up on SmackDown 1000, the 1000th, 1000th episode of SmackDown. There's been a thousand of them? Yeah, it's been running since like 99 or 2000 or something. How um, many episodes a week are there? There's one episode every week. <laughs> and they just never stop? Like, there's never, like, there's an off-season? No, there's no off-season. Why do you think... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's uh, so many. If you think if you think that's much, the, the show that's on Mondays, Raw, is way ahead of that. That's been running weekly since, like, 93. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, it's yeah, they're the longest episodic TV shows in history. But anyway, yeah. So on the thousandth episode of SmackDown, uh, Dave Bautista, who plays Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Marvel Universe, um, came back, potentially setting up a feud for WrestleMania. The interesting part for this is that well, with Guardians being pushed back um, a little bit more free here in the coming months before Avengers. Now that shootings for that's done. He does have a few other pro- projects. WrestleMania takes place takes place one month before Avengers Four, um, which means that assuming they do turn this into an angle where he returns and wrestles at WrestleMania, there's probably going to be pretty heavy cross prom- promotion uh, for two of my favorite um, entities in, in out there right there now go. between Tommy the WWE Hollywood. and Marvel. Uh, so that's really that's going to be really cool. I know uh, he actually returned uh, several years ago before the first Guardians movie, and they didn't do any cross promotion because WWE didn't think Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be a big thing. Uh, so, lost. So that, so was, that was that was quite a quite a strikeout on their their part. Um, but yeah, I, I I really hope so. Um, it's really cool to see him back. Um, I hope more stuff happens with this, and I, I definitely hope there's some cool cross-promotion going on um, on both ends leading up to it, because if they don't think Avengers 4 is <laughs> going to be a big thing, then, well, Look, shit, um, I got some Infinity out. War broke records, and this one is just going to break those records. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't I, think Avengers 4 is going to be a big thing, I've got some oceanfront property in Boise, Idaho to sell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um anyway um moving on from that um little tidbit into some more depressing marvel news netflix is canceling luke cage after its second season um i can't help but feel that this was some sort of karma for celebrating iron fist being canceled last week (laughs) um so i'll strike it into the karma category iron fist was bad it didn't deserve to continue on uh, like Luke Cage is good, and and here's the thing: like I I enjoyed like I enjoyed the second season more than the first um, overall. A few things that I did note to a fr- I had a discussion with a friend on Facebook the other day about this, but like the big issues for Luke Cage were he was clearly the fourth best 
of the Marvel standalone Netflix characters behind Daredevil, Punisher, and, and Jessica Jones. And clearly ahead of Iron Fist, though. Um, oh, that wasn't hard to do. So there's that, for starters. And the second thing is, unlike the other three, um, he wasn't even the best character on his own show. Um, and, and that's... That is kind of true. That's I mean, both, both on an acting front and, and all that. The villains but, of each season were the best characters. Yeah, I mean, Bushmaster was a, a scene stealer for sure. I, the best character on that show for the two seasons to me was Shades. Um, yeah. And... Um, yeah uh, he was probably like in the second season he was probably what like the fourth best character maybe in it somewhere at three four yeah um just in general and some of that's down to acting and and some of that's down to the scripting and stuff for him uh i assume that it's gonna end up being picked up by disney for their network same with probably iron fist um now for there's so much speculation out there about this disney can't cancel um the netflix series so it's this isn't like a call from from you know Disney to to cancel this stuff. They True. they they have no say on on the the Disney or the Netflix. It's purely Marvel. Netflix canceling. Yeah, um, I don't. It it's said to come down to creative differences and an inability to come to terms on a season three, um, which is interesting. I mean, it definitely. If we never get Luke Cage again on a. a extended period from season two uh it, it ends on a an interesting note with him taking over harlem's paradise um oh, yeah, for sure true. that's quite a cliffhanger to, to leave the series on yeah. there um yeah i i assume you know disney's gonna pick it up but we'll end up seeing um it's kind of a bummer um but yeah like i yeah. said you have fourth best fourth best netflix from for sure speculation that i've heard on it um in the comic books um luke cage and iron fist are like a duo called heroes for hire correct um which they kind of tease that in season two of luke cage having iron fist on it for the one episode um so a lot of people are thinking like oh they canceled both these shows so they can make one show it's both of them together for the entire season and so i mean I could see maybe where you want to, you know, try something else different, because um, then maybe you can get away from the crappiness of Iron Fist, and with get different writers on it or whatever. Different. I can't get a different actor though, because he's already solidified, even though he sucks. Um, I I don't know. I've just heard people like, oh, look, they, they're going to do look, Heroes of Hire now. So. Look, if they if they could replace Hulk after the first Hulk movie, for they True. can replace Iron Fist. Um, yeah. Got somebody else other than Finn Jones. Well, and that's something I thought maybe they like. I, I mentioned I think last week on the podcast that I thought maybe they would put Iron Fist more into season three of Luke Cage for that role, um, and start like a Heroes for Hire thing through that. But I don't know. Um, gut feeling says that they're both done done with Netflix yeah. and they'll they'll move on now. Um, Disappointing. I thought there'd be at least probably another season or two of Luke Cage. So sad yeah. To see. Um, yeah, I, I definitely I enjoyed it. I didn't think it really deserved to be canceled, but um, I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, we still have Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Punisher. So, yes, which Daredevil season three, guys? I'm in the middle of it, and it's probably the best season yet. So, if you're a fan of it, get watching. 
I have seen one episode. I saw one episode on Friday. That's all I had time for. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of episode seven. <sighs> Y'all, they introduced Bullseye, and Wilson Fisk is amazing. You know, uh, just go watch it. <laughs> um, I'll pass it over to you. Our other news here is that uh, Jungle Cruise was delayed by nine months. I actually, uh, I'll pass it over to Brian. He knows a little bit more about that than I do. Yeah. So this movie Jungle Cruise is with The Rock and uh, Emily Blunt. It's to be based off Disney Disneyland's theme park about the a ride that goes to the jungle, or whatever. But it has some type of supernatural element to it. Sounds weird, you know, creating a movie based off a theme park ride, but they have The Rock and Emily Blunt attached to it, and then looking at the rest of the cast, it also has um, Jesse Plemons attached to it, um, which that's interesting. What kind of creep he plays? Um, <laughs> uh, Paul Giamatti is in it. Um, who? I mean, he's not as big as he used to be, but he used to be a very big name. Um, Edgar Ramirez is in it. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting. The, so it was originally scheduled for a, um, what did I say? December 2019 release or somewhere, uh, end of 2019 release. I forget when exactly. Um, but then they pushed it to July of 2020. The interesting thing about this is that they wrapped filming on it at the end of September. So on an entire two months of it, it's going to go into editing, maybe a few reshoots or something, but I don't know. It seems like a big push for a movie that's already majorly done film wise. I, uh, I would venture to guess that it's probably something to do with something I'll end up doing with the theme parks, um, involving jungle Cruise. Maybe they, they can't do something like that until that time. And they want to release the movie around the same time. Um, Otherwise, I don't really know. Um, yeah. I don't know why Disney. Do, I don't know why these studios do a lot of the things they do. I don't so. know, but it's The Rock, so uh, we'll probably go see it. Yeah, uh, I'll pretty much see almost anything The Rock does, other than like the Tooth Fairy or dumb stuff like that, uh, yeah, that, that and was, the Fast and Fur- Furious movies. Movie. I won't watch those. Um, anyway, uh, so the one trailer we saw this week um, that really came out was the trailer for a movie called Destroyer, starring Nicole. Kidman, uh, Sebastian Stan is also in it. Uh, synopsis for it is a police detective reconnects with people from an undercover assignment in her distant path, uh, in order to make peace. Um, tons of action looks like in the movie. Um, good bit of drama and a lot of praise for Nicole Kidman in the trailer for this. A, I mean, a lot it, of praise. It like. shows a lot of, um, like, in between scenes, it'll cut to, like, you know, the critic things and stuff like that. And it's very positive for Nicole Kidman. Um, it doesn't look really look anything like her either. Um, True, yeah. It looks yeah. interesting. It'll definitely go on my watch list. Um, just another Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> movie that's just coming out at Christmas time Mark it up to, us. like, eight or whatever between those four days. Oh, God, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need, yeah between gonna, the the friday before christmas the 21st and then there's like four movies coming out that day and then there's movies coming out christmas day on the 25th there's like four coming out then now it's ridiculous i need <laughs> i'm gonna need my job to give me like a, a christmas vacation like we had in high school like yeah, i need to be, get, I need like, to be gone yeah i'm gonna need to be gone for a week at least uh <laughs> let's go to the movies every day like uh, hey you know what the positive thing about this is we can with AMC. 
We well we we can see three um per week. A week, true. But that's three drips to Cadoba if we really want to. <laughs> and that's the American dream, everybody. I that's like the, the way you think. Dream. I like the way you uh, think. Um, yeah, so it looks interesting. I highly rec- recommend everybody go check out the trailer for it. Um, I actually saw it. It um, was one of the preview trailers before uh, Halloween I saw this past week. Um, yeah, I'm interested in it. I didn't really get that synopsis from the trailer. It doesn't really it doesn't delve too deeply into a lot of things other than the fact that there's drama and action. Um, and it's got good, it's got pretty good reviews thus far, um, from the award shows and stuff like that. Um, festivals, I should say. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely go on my watch list. Go, uh, check out the trailer for it. Let us know what you think of it. Um, and if you plan on putting it on you guys' watch list, um, anything else you want to mention on this? No, not really. I mean, I saw, I had heard a few weeks ago when it premiered at a film festival that all the critics were like, wow, Nicole Kingman's going for best roles to date, Destroyer, this movie comes out in December, like, go see it, and this is the first time the trailer dropped. And it looks, you know, intriguing. Not like, wow, this is going to be amazing, but based off, I mean, the critic response for it, it it's, if we have the time, we might as well go see it. Absolutely. All right, and now it's time to get into our review of the week, aka my review of the week, because Brian didn't go see this movie with me. Um, yep. I saw Halloween this past week. I could not wait for this. I was so excited. Um, I don't like to say I'm a huge fan of like I like the Halloween. I like original Halloween a lot. It was one of my top. It's one of my top five horror movies. Um, every other Halloween that they've made has been iffy at best somewhere all right like the rob zombie ones were okay i guess i don't know um essentially this movie retconned all of them except the original halloween which is fantastic um and going into it i had a fresh mind for it i was ready to go i rewatched halloween two days beforehand um it's a fantastic sequel to the original um in terms of the storytelling of um, just essentially turning in, um, Laurie Strode being the victim to, uh, a, a killer, um, essentially like stalking her, um, and how it turns her life or what her, what it turns her life into, um, for the next 40 years leading up to this. Um, it's great writing from Danny McBride, uh, which is still amazes me, uh, to see him do something like this in terms of writing capacity. Definitely showed through though. Um, there are funny, funny moments in the movie that, that are clearly that you can tell, definitely clearly tell, um, that he wrote it. Uh, I ended up giving it an 80 out of 100. Uh, I got a 78.7 combo score. Last time I checked, the user score was 7.9. So it's it down seems... to 7.6. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yeah, it seems like a lot of people enjoyed it um, for what it was. Um, it's thrilling the whole way through. Um, it's very anxiety-inducing, especially once they get to... Um, kind of the final scenes when Michael gets to Lori's um, uh, central complex of a house. Um, it, it really kind of throws you. 
Uh, the kill variations that Michael Myers uses are great. Um, it's not just, you know, constantly stabbing everybody and stuff like stab, that. There's stab, stab. tons of different things. At one point in this movie, he curb, sp- he curb stomps a guy and smashes his head like a pumpkin. And I couldn't help but laugh at that. It was ridiculous, but it was kind of awesome at the same time. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role as uh, Laurie Strode was fantastic. Like I'd mentioned before, um, just the in-depth storytelling of how they've gotten from point A 40 years ago to point B 40 years in the future um, is great um it's funny it's full of surprises um i highly highly recommend it for any horror fans out there if you haven't seen it um and if you like the original halloween movie you have to go see this movie um absolutely recommend it um there is the potential for another one in the future which is great because i'll definitely go see it as long as you know we get more of this stuff um like i said i'm a really big fan of them retconning essentially everything else uh (laughs) to make it just two movies because uh some of those other halloween movies were just not great some of them were all right um but yeah, go see it. Um, an 80 out of 100, 78.7 on the combo. Um, it ranked, I believe, in the top 20, maybe. For our, yeah, it's uh, 19th. 19th, on nice, our, nice. On our list, so. uh, it'll probably get bumped out, but still the top half of the list, um, which is impressive. Oh, easily, yeah. Um, I'm sure it would be lower if Brian wanted to go see it and gave it his, a 50, like I assume he probably would have. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to guess what I would give it just because it doesn't interest me at all, so. Yeah, um, but yeah, go 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 check it out. Absolutely, um, I can't wait to buy it and match it up and watch them back to back. That'll be pretty fun. Oh. Uh, if I didn't have a day job, I would have done that on Thursday when I went to go see it. Um, but yeah, that's my review of uh, Halloween. Um, and I guess we will move on to our top five killer characters. Dun dun. <laughs> Uh, as always, uh, we'll do this five five four four three three two two one one. Um, and somewhere down the line this week, Brian will make a decent to underwhelming picture with <laughs> look, every character. On look, it. I'm no graphic designer. I'm getting better. It. I'm the working on getting. I'm working on getting better. <laughs> look, I'm They'll not a graphic there. designer either, but like I can make look, those okay. decent looking things. Okay, shut up. I'm working on getting them better. So, <laughs> don't worry, guys. They'll become at least a half decent quality. I'm just. All I ask is that they don't look like a tenth grader in, in computer class made them. Um, hey, you know not what? Asking the, for the, a lot. the main thing is is that we're getting responses, which is that's the important part. That's true. That's true. Um. All right. Anyway, uh, I'll pass it over to you. Get us started with your uh, number five killer character, please. Well, I feel like when you first came up with this idea for this list, you were kind of really aiming for horror movies slash serial killer type of killers, you know. Time um, out. Time out real fast. I just want to preface this real fast. Um, the essential idea behind this list is that it, it's a characters it's that... Season. Well, no, but it's characters that their intent is to kill or they have no care about killing. Um, it's not, you know, 
oh, I accidentally killed somebody, like, and that counts. <laughs> like, that. that's not, yeah, like, their, their intent has to be somewhat to kill. So, I mean, it's obviously mostly villains, but it doesn't have to be limited to villains and stuff. Um, my apologies, Brian, continue. Nope, you're good. Um, so... And for for the sake of this list for you, my my number five on the list, because um, I watched this movie in high school. I think we watched it in class, whatever. Um, Psycho, Norman Bates, uh, the serial killer. I don't really remember. Do you guys watch Psycho in high school? I think so. I've seen the, the movie before. I've seen the movie before, and I don't know where else I would have seen it at. So why are they showing you serial killer movies in fucking high school english class i don't know <laughs> okay anyway keep going anyway um i think so maybe i don't know. but i mean i don't remember too much about a bunch about the movie but i mean the norman bates is a very famous fictional serial killer so and he had this spawned the bates motel tv show which i know you love and yeah, I feel like I had to include at least one literal serial killer that's realistic on the list. So, there you go. All right. Um, my number five was Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Um, Christian Bale plays him. Just an absolute sociopath. Um, just uh, a narcissist. He is psychotic in every possible way. Um, the character itself, if you haven't seen American Psycho, I, I highly recommend it. Um, one of Christian Bale's earliest roles. Um, a He's basically just a self-obsessed... Um, he he like works on Wall Street or something like that. But like he basically just kills people uh, <laughs> to kill them. Um, with no repercussions, lots of, you know, hookers and strippers and stuff like that, and, uh, homeless people, and just, um, just off-the-cuff crazy, um, obviously, you know, there's... He's an American psycho. Yeah, there's the famous pictures of, um, you see from the movies and stuff like that, where he axes Jared Leto's character and stuff like that, while listening to Hugh Lewis in the news. Uh, and one of the one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a movie, um, in general. Uh, so yeah, uh, Patrick Bateman comes in number five for me. Uh, go ahead with your four. Wow. Um, on number four would be the uh, the Joker. I was kind of thinking of some intro into that, but the the Joker. I mean, a lot of people when you first think of the Joker, you think of Heath Ledger's Joker, which he was. He was crazy, but he was also brilliant in the way that he thought out things. But he had no regard for any life at all. It's just kind of he wanted to cause chaos and mayhem, and if and that involved just killing people. And you know, and he he does that in the comic books and other adaptations. I'm really curious to see how this will turn out with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. But the character of the Joker comes in at my number four. All right, good, good one. Um, I the Joker was one that I kind of had. Um, I tended to leave off comic book and Star Wars and stuff like that for mine. Um, I wouldn't have much of a list if I did. I, I know. Um, that's that's also I I did that so that our list wouldn't be exactly the same. Um, but my number four is Hannibal Lecter. Um, from Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, Red Dragon, um, Hannibal TV show. Just a sadistic, 
brilliant mind, um, an absolute ruthless individual. Um, just if you haven't seen any of those movies, um, I highly recommend them. I know you won't see them, Brian, but um, yeah, they're very good. Hannibal itself, um, one of the first true. Uh, like serial killer characters in movies that are just absolutely brilliant. Um, and his entire repertoire in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Anthony Hopkins won an Oscar for that, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy good. And as he breaks down, you know, um, characters and stuff like that in Silence of the Lambs, it's it's pretty incredible. Highly recommended. Um, one of the the movie itself is one of the best movies I've probably ever seen. I know it also has like an 8.6 or something like that on IMDb. Um, highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, Hannibal Lecter comes in number four for me. All right. Uh, my number three, the biggest villain of the year, Thanos. Um, nice. Come, yeah. Coming in, you know, he kind of has, he has a reasoning behind his killing. Like, you know, the the universe is we're running out of resources and he sees that it's his duty the only way to solve this is to wipe out half the universe so half of the population so in marvel universe with all the different planets and worlds billions and billions not trillions of people that he disintegrated killed whatever you want to call the whatever it he killed them it's they're dead that's all I can say. I mean, and he, he in Infinity War, he was fantastic. Like, and I know in the comic books, he is a very popular uh, villain amongst the fans. So, number my number three. All right, my number three was uh, Anton Chigurh from um, No Country for Old Men, um, mm. a hitman for the cartel. Um, absolutely ruthless um, in the way he goes about things. Uh, I could not possibly leave off a killer on my list who kills uh, based on the um, option of a coin flip. <laughs> the kind of like Two Face, but ruthlesser, more ruthless. Oh yeah, I mean he yeah um, yeah pretty much the exact same, but yeah a little more ruthless. Um, shooting pe- people with you know. Uh, silencer like pistol thing um essentially like they were cows um it and that's another great movie as well um uh, but yeah anton sugar definitely comes in number three for me just based on the coin flip alone yeah it's um, actually a movie that's uh has kind of been on my watch list for that i have interest in seeing just because i mean it's it won a bunch of oscars um javier barnham got a bunch of praise for it so do you just do you just have like ten thousand movies on your watch list that you'll never get around to? Probably, honestly. <laughs> if it's not on a streaming service, then it's not. It's kind of hard to get to because you know where else am I going to watch well, it? Well, yeah, I don't expect people to to go out and spend seven dollars to rent a movie, especially if it's a movie like this. That's what is it, ten, twelve years old or something? Yeah, I think it's like ten or so. I think it was like two thousand eight. It came out two thousand seven, so, maybe. That's not going to be on like I don't know. It's not going to be somewhere easy to rent. So unless it's on a streaming service. What do you mean? Never mind. We'll just. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because Blockbuster ain't around no more. <laughs> what a shame. Uh, I there. I mean, unless you go to Oregon, <laughs> you can you can find one. The there. last Blockbuster. Yep. All anyway, right. go ahead. Anyway, my number two on my list is Darth Vader. 
Um, of course. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, but I'm not going to. Darth Vader is one of the greatest just movie villains of all time. Um, he, I don't know, he's just pure evil in a lot of what he does. Um, I mean, they give you more of the backstory in the Star Wars movies with the prequels. And then in episode six, you know, he goes towards his son. But other than the other two and a half movies, like, he just, he has a mission. And it's, you know, taking over the the universe, basically. And he just wants to kill everybody with his lightsaber or force choke them. So, you know, he's great. He's a great character. So, I don't know what else to say. That's not my, my number two. All right, my number two is Michael Myers, um, the best of the slasher um, characters, the horror slashers. Um, for if for nothing else, um, how um, crazy cool it is when he just is walking down the street and the Halloween theme song starts playing. Um, one of the, uh, I mean, it's just it's fear inducing. To, to anybody, to anybody in the theater, to to anybody in general. Um, and a large part of that is Michael Myers in general. Um, some of the ways that he ends up, you know, killing his victims, the way he stalks them, the fact that the dude is massive and just can't die, essentially. Um, Ridiculous. is crazy uh, to me. Um, the mask, all that stuff is, is just... It's so good so good of a character um yeah michael myers definitely number two it's hard to it would be really hard for me to leave him off the list especially after seeing halloween this week um go ahead with your your uh number one there let's see right this number one you you're not expecting at all i don't think you would even <laughs> thought about this character oh wow so okay. so right, this, hit me with it. this character uh is more of a newer character within movies within the past few years or so John Wick. He's an assassin. Keanu Reeves plays him. Keanu Weed. Shut up. <laughs> I slurred my words. Keanu Reeves plays him fantastically, and he, you know, he's a he's an assassin. Yes, I can't talk tonight. He's an assassin that you know he was wrong. Like his family was killed, so then he went off in the entire mob, basically that had that accidentally even killed his wife he just all the entire mob just killed them all hunted them down and just went beast mode on them and killed them all and then they killed his dog that that was even more rage killed even more people because they killed his dog so i mean if you haven't seen the john wick movies there's two of them and there's a third one in production right now they're very good movies the action is very well choreographed keanu reeves does a great job go see him he's it's a very fun and enjoyable character so all right yeah i mean uh, i'll be honest i did not uh i didn't see that one coming um told you didn't really think about it to be honest with you i also haven't seen the john john wick movies um i've only actually seen john wick 2 on a streaming service that was hbo and it felt kind of dumb if i just watched that and not watched the first one That's um true. 
Fair enough. Anyway, my number one is your number five, Norman Bates. Um, both from, and I'll double this one down, from Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock movie, and from Bates Motel, the TV show um, that ran on A&E or some TV mm-hmm. station not long ago. Um, in considering A, um, the famous shower scene, um, one of the most famous scenes in any in cinematic history yeah, um, for sure two he uh is loosely based on real life serial killer ed gein um which is always an interesting kind of fascination um i, I like the idea of of basing it off of real life character but in in his own terms um psycho is in my top five favorite horror movies of all time um and even going as far as Bates Motel, um, very uh, creepy the way he goes about things as he kind of uh, loses his entire mind um, as that show progresses. Um, but both fantastic. Um, it, it Overall, it's the most creepiest killer there is, I think. The idea of being obsessed with his mother and uh, essentially taking on that role of basically believing that he was her. Um, Freddie Highmore plays Norman in a TV show, and uh, he just absolutely... Um, I'm trying not to say swear words here in the best way I can, um, but just absolutely psychotic. Um, I remember... I used to watch the, the TV show when I would work out at the gym and stuff like that, and... Um, that was a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> people running on treadmills next to me didn't really want to want to see people dying and stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, right? yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. Norman Bates definitely number one. Um, the creepiest of the killers based on uh, the history, the um, just psychological downfall essentially that he has but also being super dangerous because he's kind of super nice and out there and outgoing um it's just if i ever ran into somebody like norman bates i would run for my freaking life um (laughs) more so than i would anybody else on my list i think um yeah anyway uh norman bates definitely number one for me there all right uh so yeah, that's uh, top five killer characters this week. Uh, unsure what next week's will be, but it will uh, probably, I guess, be a spooky season thing, maybe, um, to end off a uh, spooky season for us. Uh, we'll see. Um, Brian and I, we are going to see The Hate You Give tomorrow night, um, and we will get around to seeing Can You Ever Forgive Me If It Ever Hits Theaters. It's technically released, but not actually in theaters uh it's anywhere not a near us. there's it's, nowhere yeah. around here um so yeah maybe we'll get around to that i know that was on our list that i posted at the beginning of the month but we'll see um if not that i'll end up being a rent movie depending on what the what the wide really wide release for it is uh, but yeah we'll go see that and we'll have a review for you guys on next week's episode um 
very excited. Go out and see Halloween theaters, everybody. Highly recommended, like I said. Um, give us your top five killer characters. Let us know who we left off that you think should be on, um, or just your top five in general. Um, give us a like and subscribe on all of our social media on Facebook at Roll the Credits Podcast, on Twitter at Roll underscore Credits Pod, um, and wherever you're listening, drop us a five star review and a subscription so that you get our um, newest episodes every week on time. Um, we drop every Sunday, obviously, if you're new to the pod. Um, so it'll be live every Sunday night, early Monday morning for you guys on your commute to work. Um, anyway, uh, that's been our show for the week. Anything else you want to say to everybody, Brian? Go Red Sox. No, I'm, I, I'm, maybe I'll cut that. Uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and stay tuned for a little spooky season surprise. Goodbye, everyone. from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast the ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is sent. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can monster mash. Mash. <laughs>